Ladies and gentlemen, it is us, Seth, and Sam. Hello. Bringing you episode three of the Bullshito podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome. Sam, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm fantastic. <clears throat> we have a beautiful lineup of fights tomorrow. Arsenal is facing Wolves tomorrow in a in a easy win matchup. And just me saying that means they're going to lose 1-0 or we're going to draw or do something stupid. But uh, World Cup coming up. Eagles still undefeated. I'm just having a great sports month. Um, but the highlight of it is seeing Adesanya fight tomorrow. So very excited for that. Yeah, this uh, this card I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for this card for for quite some time. Yep. Uh, I do believe that our last pay-per-view doesn't really uh, hold a candle to this card. I think this card might be just stacked up a little bit better for me uh, from top to bottom, that's, that is. I think that's um, the difference maker is 280 was so top-heavy, and then the top-heavy so top heavy. Top fights didn't pay off. But this card, like, <clears throat> the featured prelim, Brad Riddell, Hanato Moicano, <clears throat> I can imagine that being like a fight night co-main, but it's yeah. a featured prelim here. That's pretty meaningful. Aaron I Blanchfield, mean, Molly have... McCann could be like a main event somewhere in, in Liverpool or something <coughs> with the way they're Excuse pumping me. the meatball. Wait, what? With the way they're pumping the meatball. Molly, Molly, the me oh, yeah, Molly, meatball, the meatball Molly. McCann. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your your very first fight is Carlos Olberg. So that should say something. Mid. Like, that's a name that I know. Mid. <clears throat> what do you mean he's mid? Very mid. Uh, are we starting Still with an the exciting most... fight. Are we starting with the most boring fight on the card? Carlos Olberg... No, we're actually going to start on the uh, the <laughs> most... You know, the best piece of fight news that we've received over the weekend. All right? This is why we call it the Bullshito Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, Andrew Tate and Jake fucking Paul. It's not dude. booked. I this don't know is... why my entire group chat was like, Sam, aren't I don't you excited? Care. Aren't you excited? You're I a don't... fight fan. It's not even signed. I... <laughs> I don't care if it's not signed. If this happens, this will be a Jake Paul fight that I actually watch. And I'm going to be rooting for Jake Paul. <clears throat> Bro, Jake Paul will win that fight. He yeah. will win that fight. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> this is the first time I At think least I'm I hope so. To win a fight. Well, I picked him to beat Tyron Woodley because I was just coming off watching Vicente Luque beat Tyron Woodley, and I was like, yeah. "All right, no one, no one is losing to Tyron Woodley anymore." <laughs> so I picked him the first time. Um, I forget who I picked in their second fight, but that aside, and I and I picked him against Ben Askren because Ben Askren is is Ben Askren. Um, yeah. I stayed up yeah. and watched the Ben Askren fight too. That's like the worst fight choice of my life. But uh, at least Andrew Tate's martial arts experience has boxer somewhere in it. Like kick, yeah. kickboxer has boxer in it. Yeah, well, Anderson Silva's a kickboxer too. Well, but I don't think he fought professionally in kickboxing. I thought he did. I thought that's why he was so late into MMA. I don't know. I don't know all the background. I know Anderson had a professional boxing fight, but yeah, yeah man. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is, this is an easy money move for Jake and people will actually be rooting for Jake. So maybe this is his face turn, but no. beyond that, I don't want to, I don't want to dive too deep into analysis. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I have not watched 
an Andrew Tate fight. I will not watch an Andrew Tate fight as uh, as uh, research for this. I'm I'm really good off all that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I did not want to break this down either, but beautiful. It was a piece of fight news. Great, and it is kind of hype. It is kind of hype, dude. It is kind of hype. I think okay? if this fight no. is booked and actually happens, it is actually a face turn for Jake. Like eighty percent of people. This will, is how hype for fight. Jake. Like, bro. First of all, you got two people that are vehemently hated. Yes. In society. By the internet, especially. Yeah. By the internet. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> fighting each other. This is like he, this is like a heel versus heel like pro wrestling match. Like that's the that's that's the vibe I get from this. Like a fucking uh I can't even make up like a fight, but like think like bad Shawn Michaels against bad Ric Flair. You know what I mean? Like that's sure. what it is. Sure. Yeah. It's just so it's it's like it's like Bad guy versus bad guy. Make it twelve rounds, and I'll 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 pay for the pay per view. <laughs> no, no, bring back fifteen round uh, fights. Yeah, yes, boxes dude. Yeah, that they took away because of brain damage. Not that I want them to get brain damage. Can we talk about a good, boring, title length fight? Like what? Like Israel Adesanya, Alex Pajada three. <clears throat> A good boring fight. At, it, Israel Adesanya is just going to do the Yoel fight again. I'm calling it now. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. You think he's going to win? Well, no. I think Yoel won that fight. No, I'm... Oh, okay. So you think Pajera is going to win? Yeah. I think Pajera is going to win. I think Pajera is going to win in everyone's hearts, but Adesanya is going to win like 48-47 on the scorecards because mm. Pajera doesn't do enough. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting pick. Yeah. I guess we're starting top, top bottom because that was a perfect segue. Perfect segue. I don't want to talk about Carlos oh. Olberg at all. I'm, I'm, <laughs> there's no need he he, no he need. got knocked out by kennedy and dechiku can we just stop with the the mid ckb guys like can we get blood diamonds the fuck off any pay-per-view please what what, what are your thoughts on uh dan hooker then washed washed okay no and i'm a dan hooker supporter i think he beat dustin poirier but i it, it's just it he's done i don't know you maybe he can beat. Uh, now we're going into Claudio Puelas territory, but I think he probably gets knee barred again. Really? Yeah. Okay. But well, wow. Israel, Israel. I don't. I don't want to talk about Hooker just yet. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Sorry, I'm I'm jumping all over the place. Uh, but yeah, this this card is stacked. I mean, like Carlos Olberg is your first. Fight. It's hard I know he's not kind of to mid. fly around the card. Yeah. I, I know it's I know he's kind of mid like I'm not like the, a, a supporter of Carlo, Carlos Olberg or anything, but mm. it's like if that's your first fight, you got a loaded card. Usually on. that's like, like that's that's a main card fight on any fight night card. hundred percent. Yeah, main main card fight night. Exactly. And definitely a prelim. But that's your first early prelim, like not even the actual prelim. Yeah. Like prelims before the main card, which is nuts. Yeah. Um. All right, well, we'll start from the top down and uh, break down Izzy Adesanya versus Alexan- uh, Alexander Pahaya. Uh, what, what, what's his nickname again? Poatan. Uh, Poatan? Poatan. Yeah, Poatan. Yeah. Poatan. Okay. So, records for these for these two gentlemen. We have, here's, here's the stat breakdown, you know, a little stat breakdown. Adesanya is, I'm just doing this off top, 26 and 1. Yeah, nope. Nope, 23 and 1. 23 and 1, and Pajera is 6 and 1 in MMA. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Have you watched, so, for, I guess we should start, have you watched the first two fights? The first two kickboxing fights? The kickboxing fights. fights, yeah. 
I watched the second one, not the first one. Okay. I um, saw highlights of the first one. I watched the second one. So I watched both, and I've listened to about four hours worth of breakdown material between Dan Hardy and Heavy Hands <clears throat> and Jack Slack and all the guys. And I read Jack Slack's uh, Advanced Striking 2.0 guides to both of them. And Izzy won the first fight on everyone's cards except the Chinese judges. And Izzy was on his way to winning the second fight if he hadn't gotten caught by an Alex Pajeda left hook from hell. Um, yeah, that dude, that, that, that shot was so clean right. too. It, so, so, you know, shit happens. I think that Izzy probably in kickboxing, Izzy wins like 95 out of a hundred times that they fight. He just got caught. Um, I mean, he was on his way to finishing Pajeda. He, he got a standing eight count in that second fight. But he had him on. He 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 was piecing him up. MMA, I think, throws a, a big wrinkle in this. And this is my actual pick. I think that Alex Pajeda training with Glover is not being talked about enough. Mm-hmm. And I think Alex Pajeda is going to be about 205 to 210 pounds in the cage because he is insanely jacked. And I think he can wrestle fuck Izzy enough to win a decision. Mm-hmm. And I think that's potentially possible. <clears throat> I also think it's potentially possible that it's just the first two kickboxing fights again, but in a larger space where Izzy can use his footwork to even greater advantage. And that, yep, okay, keep going. But My bad, sorry. No, I, I was trying to set you up because I know you're picking Izzy here. Well, I am picking Izzy and for that reason, because of the kickboxing ring to octagon size is kind of factoring into my decision here. Yeah. But here's the thing. How many times? Well, maybe not that many times, but when we when we watched the Paulo Costa and Izzy fight, did you watch that fight? You I, had to watched I watched fight, it right? live and I rewatched it very recently, like two days ago. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um that uh, that's just like now I know Costa is nothing like Pajero. Yeah, I don't think Pajero is a, a fucking striker. dumbass. Co- yeah. Costa was just like getting leg kicked into oblivion and going right. <laughs> uh, I do think the the speed advantage goes to Adesanya here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in a striking fight, that's what's going to be your deciding factor in a striking fight. I don't think Alex Pajeda is prepared to take Izzy on the ground because Izzy has underrated uh, bottom game. Because we saw against Kelvin Gastelum, that man almost locked in a triangle against him. And he was hitting reversals locked- too, yeah. <clears throat> What's up? He was hitting reversals too. Like, I think he swept him yeah. and got top. Yeah. Right. Uh, underrated ground ground game. Like, very underrated. Um, not elite. <clears throat> not the greatest or anything because you saw Jan be able to wrestle fuck him. Yeah. Um, and Jan isn't exactly the greatest wrestler, you know. Like I don't when I think of good wrestlers in the UFC, I don't think of Jan Bohovich. Right. And that's sort of my argument is Jan was just like, yeah, I'm bigger and stronger and taller than you. I'm just gonna lay on you in close guard, essentially. And right. I think <clears throat> that Pajeda will have the identical physical advantages. Like he Pajeda is not as wide which I think is meaningful in the wrestling. I, I am using so many technical terms, um, but I think Pajeda is just as dense 
if that makes any sense. Like, I think I think he's just yeah. huge. I see what you mean. I I heard an interview or not an interview. They 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 uh, a podcast host was talking about how she trained at his gym for a while, and mm-hmm. apparently he's just constantly running and starving himself just to stay around a weight that he can cut to 185 from. Like he just is always in underwear model shape essentially, because if Mm. he were to be his natural weight, he wouldn't be able to fight middleweight at all. He would, the cut would be impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's cutting like 30 pounds Mm -hmm. at least. At least like the dude, I think the dude's six, six. Yeah. Like if you're doing that to get to two Oh five, like if you're going from, it's a completely different thing when you're going from two fifteen to one eighty five than it is from two forty or 235 to 205 exactly. it's a completely different like it's way harder like just just like mathematically if you do the math it's the the percentage of pound, body mass right, that you're losing right is, is exactly yeah right there is something absolutely to be said to that i think that takes away from Bahia. that's another point that i wanted to get to is that I, that's a lot of weight to cut um, but he's done it the, multiple well, times I, and showcased i know i know but this is the top of the this is the top of the food chain now, and weaknesses are going to be brought out that we didn't think that people had. That's just what, like Izzy's a good fighter, and he's going to bring that out of Pahea, in my opinion. Um, I think there's just something to be said about cutting cutting that much weight. Okay, I don't know if that means he he doesn't have a chin. Uh, I don't know how that exactly translate in translates into Alex's performances. Mm. Um, I don't think this guy is a middleweight. No, like uh, this guy pretty, is not pretty a clearly fucking, he's bigger than Dom Reyes. Yeah, pretty pretty clearly yeah. should be at two hundred five. Um, I think I I think there's just gonna be something that 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 happens that that we're just like oh shit, like maybe you shouldn't cut that much weight because of whatever. But I don't think Alex gets. I don't think he gets slept. No, uh, I don't think he gets uh utterly dominated. You think he gets what like Izzy TKO'd or something like that, where it's just picking apart from range. I don't think he gets TKO'd. I think he gets knocked down a couple times, though. Mm, okay. Um, there's just... I, I just see this as... Uh, I, I see this as a win for Izzy, personally, because, again, it's intangible what I'm saying, like, how that weight cutting is going to affect a person. Sure. Um, and Alex Perheya could not... It could... You know, that couldn't... That couldn't be an issue with him. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but if you're cutting that much weight, when you go into the deeper rounds, Izzy's going to be there, and you're either going to be tired or you're going to be good, and I think he's going to get tired. Well, I think he's going to get tired after round two because he's going to be putting on the pressure because you have to put on the pressure. If you're going to wrestle Izzy, you better put on the pressure. And, and Pajera's cardio is unknown. Um, we've seen right. him go one round with Sean Strickland, three rounds with Bruno Silva, two rounds with the Greek guy, Mikolitis. Mm-hmm. And then every kickboxing fight he ever fought, to my knowledge, was three three-minute rounds. Right. He might have done some five three-minute round fights in glory, but I, that's nothing compared to five five-minute rounds in the octagon wrestling. Like, right. That, so that is, that is a factor. Honestly, man, I've, I'm picking with my heart because at the core of it, I'm going to explain my agenda and then we can move forward because my bias is clear. Mm-hmm. I need fucking Bobby Knuckles back at the top of this division. And Pajera is so much of a better matchup for my boy than Adesanya is. 
Whitaker is never going to get the Adesanya fight ever again. But Whitaker can out wrestle uh, Pajeda. Whitaker can outstrike Pajeda in MMA. I I don't know, man. I just think Israel is such a bad. It's just like the worst style matchup for Whitaker ever. And Whitaker beats everyone else in this division, hands down. So mm. Adesanya losing here and going up to two hundred five, and then Whitaker taking back the the forsaken crown. I that's what I need. But I think that Izzy boring decision is the brain pick. That's that's my opinion. Uh yeah, I think I think definitely it might be kind of boring. Mm. Um I'm not gonna put it past Izzy to put on a sleeper, especially nowadays. Yeah, modern I, day I Anderson think, Silva. I think there's like a mental block or something where he just he if he's at all threatened by someone, like you know, he was talking up, oh, Cannoneer is really good, wanting to fight Cannoneer for the title for a while. Oh, Vittori, like he is the most challenged I ever felt in the octagon. Yoel, he's really scary. Like all these dudes are scared of him. Pajeda beat me twice. Like all of these guys he had snoozers against. And then the people where he's like, man, this kid is nothing to me. Like Yoel or Gaslam or Brad Tavares. He knocks them out in spectacular fashion. I think it might be like a mental block thing where he doesn't want to overextend and commit to aggression against guys that he actually considers worthwhile. And I think he's overestimating a lot of guys. Like, I don't think Cannoneer, I think he could have easily Paulo Costa Cannoneer. But yeah, I think that he's just going to be very lax and, or not lax, very, very non committal and very defensive against Pajera. But even Izzy being defensive is one of the best fighters alive. So, yeah, I mean, I totally get what you're saying in terms of like, oh, he's fighting like that because you know, it's like a, like a safer thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it, he's, he's the champion. He doesn't need in his mind. He doesn't need to take those risks unless somebody right. brings that out of him. Um, which that's sort of like a code of war kind of thing. It's not really like a, a said, uh, mindset or anything like that. Mm. But I think albeit it's a pretty legitimate one. Um, you got to the mountaintop. And however, whatever it takes to stay there is how you fucking stay there. What are the odds on uh, Israel Adesanya sick walkout and snoozer 25 minute title fight? What's that part? <laughs> <looking like? laughs> what, what, what are the odds on FanDuel, dude? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to come out and like have new ink and like just be the rock. And and have right, the yeah. do you smell what the rock is cooking? The intro and everything, and then he's gonna leg kick uh Alex Pajera for 25 minutes and like circle the cage. And that's gonna be the whole thing. Right. Um <laughs> all right. I mean, I think I think I think Izzy Adesanya might uh he, he might just piece him up. Like like I, I think there might be portions in this fight. I don't think it's gonna be like completely boring or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I do think there's gonna be like some sleeper segments, but mainly I see Izzy Adesanya squirting a knockdown. Okay. In this fight, because that's what happened in uh, one of the kickboxing fights. Yeah. The well, he got a standing eight count in the second. Yeah. One, yeah. But he was he was teeing off a little bit. He was teeing off a little. Hundred percent. And he um, he it was to the point. Alex Pajero was so rocked that go back and watch the fight. He throws. He does the the Amanda Nunes special where he throws three right hands consecutively on beat and they all hit Pajera. Um, it was just like he he had, he was just hitting him 
on the the rhythm of each step forward and Alex was like, oh shit, I'm getting hit, but had no idea how to combat it. The easiest shot to avoid in all of striking. Um, yeah. So that was pretty funny. And and I think that Izzy can easily just like turn his brain off like that again, even if it's not an actual knockout. It'll be like a mental defeat. Um, right. So my heart says Pajera just because my boy has a chance then. Um, but yeah, if I'm betting with my wallet and my brain, it's Izzy all the way, just like it has been for years. Yeah, I'm picking Izzy. Yeah. I'm picking Izzy. Um, and the other thing I want to say about that is Paulo Costa, when we were talking mad shit on Izzy. Yeah. Like, because a lot of people were, maybe not us. Right? I don't know. I never, I didn't even know you. At no, that I, I was an Izzy believer until about the Cannoneer fight. Like, I, I've been on even the Vittori fight, which a lot of people fell off him. I was pretty impressed. But Cannoneer, I was expecting him to, like, do something serious. And he just he didn't mm-hmm. care about showing off at all. And you can't, you can't talk the big game as a star that Izzy does and then put in performances like that routinely. Um, no. But no, the, the no. Costa fight, everyone was like, oh my God, undefeated versus undefeated. And I'm like, these are not the same undefeated fighters. Yeah, no. This is, this, this, uh, oh, I is knew, not the I, same. I knew Adesanya was going to fuck up Costa. 100%. I called that shit. 100%. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking that he fucks up Pahaya. Okay. Personally, I think he fucks him up. So I don't know if it's, it's I, I don't I, I can't say he's gonna get knocked out, but I think decision. Okay. But like Marvin Vittori kind of, well, Marvin Vittori was kind of a boring fight. It, I <laughs> to be fair, I was sitting there a little tipsy, going, he can't fucking hit him the entire fight. Because Vittori was just like reaching out and, and Izzy was pulling his head back exactly the right amount. It was beautiful. It was a masterclass in yeah. defense. Um, yeah, I think I, I think it's gonna be something like that, but like just offensively. I don't know. I just yes, Izzy Adesanya, small guy. <laughs> we've seen him fight. We've we've seen him fuck up bigger dudes. Paul Acosta being one of them. I think I, this is it has the potential to be a fight like a fight put on by one of the two participants in the co-main event. Um, from earlier this year, Carla Esparza rose Namajunas too. I think this could easily mirror that fight. Um, really? And I think that Carla Esparza Zhang Wei Li could also mirror that fight because Carla Esparza can just slow down the fight to her glacial pace and make everything boring and the judges will fall asleep or choose to watch Canelo Dimitri Bivol and <laughs> they'll just Which be like, oh, I don't know. Which they didn't pay for. Which they didn't pay for, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I do we need to talk about this for too long? Zhang is gonna, I don't know, up elbow Destroy this kid into oblivion. Yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, and um, she's gonna run around the ring screaming with her fist up in the air like this. She's gonna do like a little kick flip, and they're gonna put the belt on her, and she's gonna cry. And it's gonna be great. I love her. Everyone yeah. loves her. Colby loves her. Everyone loves Zhang. I except Rose, who hates communists on principle. That's the only person I know. Really <laughs> strongly. Thank you, Pat Barry. Thank you, Pat Barry. Thank you, Lithuanian family. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you ever see the Czech Congo Pat Barry fight? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> That's uh, like if well, you're if you're introducing someone to MMA, you're like, watch this. <laughs> you just put on Czech yeah, Congo what? Pat Barry. Okay. Uh, greetings, special guest. Uh, greetings, cat. cat. It's just moving my fucking monitor, bro. Uh, greetings, Hello. Cat Zingano. How you doing? Cat Zingano. 
Uh, uh, so you're yeah, also uh, picking uh, Zhang by violent yeah, Zhang, finish? Second round, yeah, second round TKO. All right, cool. Uh, can we get to the yeah. most exciting fight on the card then? Yes, Poirier versus Chandler. Sick. Poirier versus Chandler. Um, I have been flip-flopping, so I'm going to let you go first. Uh, I mean, it's Poirier. Uh, more battle-tested in these spots. Um, you know, he's gone through serious wars with everyone every single one of the killers in this division more recently. Um, like, he gave Habib probably the toughest time Habib has had outside of Gleason Tebow. Um, <laughs> he gave, he gave Oliveira the toughest time during the, during the Oliveira lightning strike run where Oliveira was just fucking dudes up. Like, Poirier gave him the toughest out. Um, he obviously you know beat what? the shit out of Gaethje. Okay. He beat, yeah. he, like... He's beaten all of these guys or come really close to beating them, except for Habib. Obviously, that wasn't close, but it was like the closest anyone got. Um, right. And Chandler is so up and down. I think that there is 0% chance this fight is not a banger, but I trust Dustin in bangers more than I trust Michael. And that's um, just the the style matchup. I think that... Michael Chandler has some wrestling, but does Michael want to wrestle anymore? Does he want to to make fights boring and slow them down? Or does he want to get the crazy fight of the year, ESPN paychecks, the UFC paychecks, the bonuses, everything? Um, I'm leaning towards the latter. So I think they're going to swing. And I don't think you want to swing with Dustin for three rounds. Uh, I wouldn't even want to swing with Dustin for half of a round. No, I'm I'm really good. Yeah, I'd be okay. And I box. Fi I don't I don't want to fight Dustin ever. Before you lay out your analysis, did you see the Dustin Poirier post weigh-in interview clip from today? No. So apparently Michael Chandler posted on Instagram a video of him with Dustin's hot sauce and said, Dustin just sent me this hot sauce. I'm going to try it and put it on his food and was like, I don't know, man, this hot sauce kind of sucks or whatever. You know, he was just like kind of shit on the hot sauce. And they asked Dustin about it today and they're like, so you sent Michael some of your hot sauce and you hated it. What did you think? And Dustin's like, I didn't send that man no fucking hot sauce. He went to the store and he bought that shit. And D DC is like, you didn't send him the hot sauce? You didn't give him the hot sauce, Dustin? And Dustin's like, nah, but I'll give him the hot sauce tomorrow night. <laughs> 10 8. 10-8. 10-8. 10-8. Oh man, that's that's a good line. That's a good line, Dustin. Yep. Uh, official hot sauce of the UFC. Yes, official hot sauce of the UFC. That's so crazy. It's great, right? They didn't do that with Connor. It's not the official whiskey of the UFC. It was for a little bit, right? No, it was just on the canvas. Uh, I okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. Remember the, the Khabib fight? He tapped it like he went down. It was great. Like to tap that shit was so funny, bro. <laughs> So <laughs> fucking did the fucking thing. Taps the fucking proper Irish <laughs> whiskey logo, dude. So the last oh, time we talked so about this was earlier today, and you said Michael by rear naked choke. Yeah, Are you still um, there? Dude, I don't know. I just feel like Chandler's gonna win this fight for some reason. Like I just have a weird feeling that Chandler's gonna win this fight. Uh <sighs> My pick's Dustin. Okay. Despite, because I feel like that's my brain pick, but I have a weird feeling that Chandler might get this done by well, rear naked choke. And Chandler has advantages, right? Like, if this is a five-round fight, I think Dustin is 
even more of a no-brainer. Because well, yes, yeah, I agree. But I think in a five-round fight, it's Dustin Poirier. I think Michael can steal around and make the rest of the rounds close, and we'll see what happens there. But I, I'm just so. Oh, I, I'm not even. This like, fight ain't going the distance. And uh, well, there's no way. There's there's no way this fight goes the distance. Well, we said that about another fight involving Michael Chandler a year ago in Madison Square Garden. I had money on that. I had money on uh Michael Chandler, Justin Gaethje not going the distance. And look at the chin that Michael Chandler presents. Um, if anyone's getting knocked out, I think it's Poirier. But I don't see that happening. I, don't, I think that Chandler's chin is like sneaky good. Uh, I disagree. I don't know. I man. disagree with the Michael Chandler take. Well, who's knocked him out recently besides the, the best featherweight in the world, arguably, or the best featherweight outside the UFC, and then Charles Oliveira on the run of his life? I mean, Justin Gaethje knocked him down like three times. One of those was really beautiful too. He literally hit him with the, the uppercut. The, You're the, talking about the, the uppercut? Street Fighter yeah. uppercut, where he yeah. literally like video game knocks him on his ass. Yeah, yeah. that shit was insane. Yeah, um, dude, no, like I just, I don't know. I, I'm picking Dustin because my logic tells me that Dustin pieces him up. Just pieces him the fuck up. That's how I feel too. Like, like he's bad. he's gonna do all these little cute shoulder rolls and slips and yeah, shifts and delete uppercuts. Out, he's gonna come out to that Louisiana song. I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's no, gonna the, be great. The first of all, the vibes are gonna be impeccable and the fight is gonna be great. I don't even yeah. like analyzing it seems so stupid because it f- feels like analyzing a Lamborghini crashing into for, into a Ferrari. You're like, oh, the, the hood of the Ferrari is going to fold first because it is made of inferior metal. Oh, the Lamborghini horsepower will take it farther. Nah, dude, it's just brilliant violence. Like, it's just perfect. <laughs> this, this, yeah. It also completes, um, I've told you about this, where it, it completes <laughs> the violence tournament of Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler, they have now all fought each other as long as this fight goes through tomorrow, which is okay. both waiting. Wait, 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 wait. Let's yeah. recap real quick. Let's make this, let's start, let, let's see if we could do some MMA math. Sure. You know what so, I mean? so Michael Chandler so, beat Eddie Alvarez. Right. Michael but, Chandler beat Eddie Alvarez. And lost to Justin Gaethje. It lost to Justin Gaethje. Yeah. He's one and one. Okay. Justin Gaethje right. beat Michael Chandler, but lost to Poirier. So he's one and one. And Poirier right. beat Eddie Alvarez one and a half times and beat Justin Gaethje. Right. So Poirier is undefeated so far in this tournament. And who's defeated? Uh, Chandler and, and well, no, it's, it's, they each have fought each other. So no one, uh, Poirier. Yeah. Poirier hasn't fought Chandler yet. Chandler hasn't fought Poirier yet. Oh, and Gaethje lost to Alvarez. So Gaethje is one and two. Okay. Gaethje's Gaethje's one one and two. Alvarez is one and one, two, or one and two, or no, two and one because he beat he beat Gaethje and lost to Chandler. No, so one and two, so one and two, one and two. Michael Chandler is one and one, and Poirier is two and zero. Oh. Right. Okay. Hmm. So either Poirier emerges from this tournament undefeated, or him and Chandler share the the winning record. Um, fun fact: It also completes the ultra violence tournament of. Poirier, Gaethje, Oliveira, Chandler, in which oh. Oliveira is undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
I didn't think about that. That's crazy. It, it, they've all fought each other. All these little violence kings of lightweight. This this era. This is crazy. They've dude. all fought this each other. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. This shit is this shit is nuts. Lightweight, we're really spoiled by lightweight right now. Lightweight and yeah, bantamweight lightweight are is, beautiful. Lightweight is crazy. Um yeah, I, all right. Final pick. Uh Dustin uh, by uh, decision. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Poirier by de- uh by decision, but I, I just have this weird suspicion that Chandler's going to win. I have a uh, another prop bet for you. Okay. Will they let Poirier hold a bottle of his hot sauce when his hand gets raised? Like they let all the monster sponsored athletes hold the little can of monster. I mean, they have to, I feel like they have to. Okay. Um, the, the better question is, does Dustin Poirier after a win, give Mike Chandler the hot sauce. Does Mike Chandler take it? If he loses. What are the I, odds I don't, on those? I, I, I feel like this is like the glove touch, no glove touch odds. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is, this is stupid, like psychological analysis. That's ultimately meaningless. Um, they're killing Frankie Edgar in front of our eyes. Do we, yeah, do we he, even want to talk he, about that? Um, well, they're giving lose. they're giving Frankie Edgar to the guy who leg kicked TKO'd someone recently. Like, what are we doing right now? Yeah, um, Gutierrez is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Gutierrez is actually a pretty good fighter. He's real good. <laughs> Don't know who the fuck he is, but I watched some highlights. That dude's pretty fucking good. He's really good. Yeah, um, like up and coming bantamweight uh, prospect for sure. Yep. He's going to be he's going to be in some big marquee fights in these next couple of years. Yep. Uh and it's going to be because of this fight. Because he's going to fuck Frankie Edgar up. Yeah. I love Frankie Edgar. Uh I met him. I met him once. Oh, sick. Uh over at the Nick Catone gym where he trains, him and Eddie Alvarez. Nice. Um Yeah, I just sorry Frankie. Yep. And this is apparently his retirement fight. I don't know why they couldn't hear. And they said this on every uh, breakdown I listened to. Why couldn't we have waited six months and gotten Frankie Edgar, Dominic Cruz? as yeah. like a, a retirement fight for both of them. Why couldn't we have done that? It feels yeah, like they true. keep passing up. Like we could have had Aldo Cruz. We could have had Aldo Dillashaw. Like yeah. why Edgar Cruz. It, there's a storyline. It was supposed to be booked for like a decade. Yeah. Can we just get that fight? But no, Clay Gutierrez is just gonna kill him. Um, yeah. All right, Hook. Edgar Dillashaw as well. We could have had that fight. Yeah, but Dillashaw just murders him at every stage in his career. I think. Well, I think Dillashaw would have beaten everybody out of those. Yeah, probably. out of those three. Um. Okay. Claudio Puelas, Dan Hooker, the knee bar world record holder versus. Uh, is he okay, Dan Hooker? I'm going uh, Dan Hooker, knee TKO. Ah, classic. I like his knees. He has some nice knees. Um, mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of Dan Hooker highlights recently. I watched Hooker Barboza again, which is a slept-on banger of a fight where Barboza just hits him in the body a million times. Um, Hooker Poirier, obviously. That was my fight of the year in 2020. Mm. I I adored that fight. Um I think the the fight of the year ever, for everyone else was like Zhang Yuan Jacek or or Moreno Figueroa won, but I I loved uh, Poirier Hooker. I I think I clapped at the end of it, like I I gave them a little ovation um, <laughs> from my bedroom. Yeah, I'm that's just, what's up. Yeah, that's how you know it's. A good I'm just fight. a warrior, dude. I'm 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 giving them their their honorable praise. Um, 
But no, I just I I've been watching all the Dan Hooker fights recently, and he looks slow. Like who who did he fight? Did he fight Nasrat Hakparast? Is that the win he got back? Uh, let's look. Yeah, that's the he decisioned Nasrat Hakparast. And if there's anyone that you should be able to KO with a knee to the body, it's fucking fat Nasrat Hakparast. Okay, like (laughs) yeah, he's got some hands though. Nasrat's got hands. He has a one-two. Yeah, but it's it's fast. He he could he could sleep. If the city kickboxing guy can't deal with the Nasrat Hakparast one-two, I I'm worried for his future. But I would um, I would love it if Hooker made a a revitalization. I really like the dude. Like I think he's probably a great person. Um, he's really fun to fight when or really fun to watch fight when he's on. But like that Arnold Allen fight was so sad. Yeah, dude, he got destroyed by Arnold. And Arnold Allen doesn't really destroy people. Yeah, um, I think that's what happened because he went down the featherweight. Well, I think yeah, that was that's, a bad that's, move. Yeah, I, I just, I think he's getting, that's the <clears throat> mental aspect of it, as I think he's getting desperate and he doesn't know where he fits in. And I worry about that going up against another lightweight killer where Claudio Puelles, like has been tearing people up quite literally he's been ripping acls out of the musculature of other human beings mm. so i don't know i i would love hooker to win i'm picking Puelles by some insane submission like a twister i don't know he'll hit something crazy <laughs> um, i'm saying hooker uh knee to the body knee or knee to no, the, he- knee knee to to the, the head. head okay knee to the head all right uh brad riddell hanato moicano Feature prelim, it's beautiful. Um, another lightweight banger. It's gonna be really fun. I think Brad Riddell probably outclasses him, but Hanato is is fun to watch. Um, turned in a, a sneaky good performance against RDA, where he was just a warrior, even though RDA was beating him up the entire fight. So he'll he'll make it fun. I believe that for sure. Um, but I'm I'm picking Riddell. I'm picking Moicano. Mm. Yeah. Every good lightweight he's fought has fucked him up. So it's yeah, it's well, up to you whether you think Brad Riddell is he's a, a good fe- lightweight. He's or a not. featherweight though. Well, exactly. I think I think it took him a little bit to get uh, adjusted to the weight class. I think he's going to take this fight. I just don't okay. think uh, Brad Riddell has been doing good at all lately, personally. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I like Riddell. I mean, I've liked Riddell for a minute, but I I understand. I think that. Riddell is never going to be a challenger for the title. And I think Moicano could get there. But mm. I think, you know, he was, he was what, one fight away from the title at Featherweight? Or he might have fought for yeah. an interim title or couple, something like that? Like, yeah, maybe a couple fights away. But yeah, because he fought out one at fight. one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his game at Featherweight was being taller and rangier than everyone else. And now he's the same height as everyone else and the same reach at lightweight. And well, if you look at that. the height, I was actually going to get into that. Um, Bra- he's a well, lot taller well, than Riddell. Yeah, because Riddell is fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah, he's like 5'7". Mm-hmm. Um, and Moicano is 5'11", 6 foot? Yeah, 5'11". Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, that could, uh, that could play Moicano. a part. Okay, I, <clears throat> I feel like Riddell can hit some stupid spinning shit or like just piece him apart with kicks. Um I think Riddell's style is really fun. I don't think he's going to shy away if he gets sparked early. Um, but it'll be fun nonetheless. I think 
I would like Riddell to win more and <clears throat> and stick around in this division because I think if Moicano beats him, he probably falls into that hooker, like unranked, what do we do with this guy role. Um, whereas I like him as like a top 12, top 10 guy that is sort of like a fun style matchup gatekeeper for the up-and-coming prospects. Um, like him versus Dober was such a firefight. So yeah, that I, was a good fight. I'm just spiritually rooting for Brad Riddell to win this fight, but it could go either way. I think Brad Riddell is getting older too, which is important. Um, another uh sort of weird one. Th- these are all weird ones that are hard to pick. <clears throat> Reyes Span. Yeah. Did Span make weight for this? I saw he missed weight initially. Let me actually look into that. But um, while I'm looking into that, what's your instinct here? Um, this is kind of a hard fight to pick, uh, because Span is not a, is not really a sleeper light heavyweight. Span missed weight by half a pound. Huh. So he was 206 and a half? Yes. Well, um, with the Span fight, it's kind of hard for me to pick because... Dom Reyes hasn't looked good since the John Jones fight. Which he won. Which he won. Yeah. Um I and it's been what? Like that's that was like three years ago? Uh four years ago? Almost, yeah. February of twenty twenty. <clears throat> he just hasn't looked good. So since then he got brutally knocked out in the back half of 2020 and then brutally knocked out in the front half of 2021. And he hasn't fought in a year and a half. Right. So Uh, this fight asks a simple question of the audience. Uh, Is Dominic Reyes okay? Or is he just completely fucking washed and losing to Ryan span? Because if Dominic Reyes is still okay, I think he beats Ryan span, the Ryan spans of the world. Um, but if he's not okay and he's just fucked forever, then Ryan Spam probably KOs him, which is really sad because I hate Ryan Spam. He's so boring. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who to pick between this fight. To um, be so here's, here's, uh, I have bias again. <laughs> the Yuri wins need to age as well as possible. Vulcan Uzdemir, just like on a sleepy little win streak, is so good for the agenda. I need Dominic Reyes to start beating people again so I can be like, look, look what my guy did. (laughs) So I'm... I feel like for that reason alone, it's going to be Ryan Span that (laughs) Right, yeah. Um, But I'm picking picking Reyes too because I think he's another nice guy. Um, it, It feels so, like, it's upsetting to me that he beat John Jones and was criminally robbed and then is just, like, his career completely took a nosedive so i hope that he gets back on track with this but um it is kind of match made well for him like the ufc are, are kind of giving him a tune-up fight here if he can't capitalize on that then he's never going to make it again in the sport yeah i think he should beat ryan span on paper right? right yeah on paper he should definitely beat ryan span yeah uh ryan span doesn't suck uh he, he's not a terrible fighter but he's not a great fighter well uh, he's a light ryan heavyweight Sp- they all are pretty yeah, bad. Uh, it's kind of a... Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <clears throat> Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Span. Ryan Span should not beat Dom Reyes no. on paper. Uh, but 
uh, the Yuri fight between Dom and Yuri, that was, uh, I thought that was going to be a lot closer than it was. It was, that fight was not close. It was kind of close. Um, Yuri got knocked out in that fight. Oh, really? Yeah, he 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 came out afterwards and was like, "Yeah, the upkick actually knocked me out. Like, I I blacked out for a couple seconds." And then oh. he he woke himself up by falling from a standing position, getting upkicked onto Dom Reyes, and the impact jolted him back awake again. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Go watch that fight again. He gets hit with a really nasty upkick while he's in top position in side control. He's you know, I, I, I remember him gets, saying it's that. It's right on the chin. Yeah. He gets hit right on the chin and he crumples. And was like, oh, Dominic Reyes. And then Yuri's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm actually good. Dude, that I remember that, actually. I, I make every... I do remember that. Somehow I make an excuse to talk about Yuri every podcast. But the clip that I sent you earlier where uh, Glover is like, you cut off your hair, you lost your power. And Yuri is like... Because he, he, he knows, right? The Book of Five Rings taught him you have to have a, a witty comeback for every situation. And so Yuri goes, I will take the power back. And then just sort of stands there awkwardly with the belt. I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, enough, Bro, enough, that man. That, that man. Enough Yuri talk for, for a pay-per-view that has literally nothing to do with him. Uh, I'm picking Dominic Reyes out of sheer hopium. Um, I think there's a <laughs> there's the easiest matchup on the card coming up next, if I'm remembering the bout order correctly. Aaron Blanchfield yes. is a monster, and she's going to murder yeah. Molly McCann and put her in a body bag and send her back to Liverpool or wherever the fuck she's from. I get Yeah, uh, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Blanchfield is kind of legit, bro. Co- very, co- very legit. Very, very, very legit. She, she's, she's fucking She's good. scaring uh, the shit out of Valentina right now. Out of every women's flyweight, Aaron Blanchfield is the scariest. Yeah, Aaron Blanchfield, uh, that, that's going to be a good fight with Shevchenko. It's gonna happen eventually. Like we can just pencil that yeah. in for for Q one twenty twenty four. Aaron Blanchfield is gonna beat Molly McCann tonight, and they're gonna give her Macy Barber in about four months, and she's gonna beat Macy Barber, and then they're gonna give her whoever the gatekeeper is at flyweight. Normally, I would say Caitlin Chukagian, but her <laughs> her run at the top might be gone. <laughs> so it might be like Taylor Santos or something like that, or or uh, Manon Fioro, and she's gonna beat her. Or Alexa Grasso, maybe. They'll give her Alexa Grasso, and she'll beat her, and then they'll book her against Valentina, and Valentina will win a boring decision. I've just <laughs> laid out Aaron Blanchfield's career trajectory right there. But she's, be- she's winning this fight. She's going to do some sick judo throws and land elbows from top, and Molly McCann has nothing for that. So, Yeah, uh, I think Molly McCann, uh, the reach uh, <laughs> her, for her 115 stubby little pounds. Arms. Yeah, um, 125. Gonna this be is a, a flyweight fight. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem for a flyweight. Uh, yeah, four reach, four inch reach advantage is, it's a lot. Uh, plus, those taller. Well, she's not taller. Um, people with long arms. I mean, it's easier to, mm-hmm. it's kind of easier to get a hold of you. And uh, judo throws of Blanchfield. She's so good. I dude. think it's just yeah, it's just a it's it, it's written. I'm gonna fuck you up all over it. Yeah. Or matchup. Molly McCann. Props for taking this fight. Props. This is a bad matchup for McCann. This is a bad matchup for McCann. 
hundred percent. And if she wins, if she wins, McCain's a star. At least well, in my eyes, not like I think, a, not I like think, a UFC star. I think the only way she, she wins, wins is, like Molly McCann is not out decisioning Aaron Blanchfield. So no. the only way McCann wins is some crazy finish like the elbow. Yeah, from that, that um, UK. And if fight she night. does that on Blanchfield, dude. Yeah, then then cool. she probably fights Shevchenko next. She probably hops over Manon Fioro and and Talia Santos and then gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Shevchenko, it, she murders our hopes and dreams. Every time yeah. they bring a new girl up to fight Shevchenko, I'm rooting for that girl. I didn't know who Tyler Santos was. I never seen one of her fights. I was like, "You go, girl. We're beating Valentina this time. We're dethroning the tyrant." And every time Valentina thwarts me, <laughs> it's so sad. She's such she, bro. She's such a meme. She's she's so cringe. I'll I'll sum it up like that. Valentina is so cringe. Get get the title away from her. Make her fight Nunez again at bantamweight and strip the flyweight title from her. Do some weird boxing shit. That's what I want. Um, <laughs> Wellington Terman, great name. I'm picking him because because of that. He's uh, Brazilian. Uh, Wellington sounds like a British name, but he's Brazilian. That's the extent of my like knowledge. Beef Wellington. Yeah, exactly. Um, we mentioned on the last podcast, Otman Azitar. Uh, definitely not roided king. Definitely doesn't. Only has potatoes. Shout out to the potatoes. Suitcase. Shout out to the potatoes. Shout out to Ali Abdelaziz. Oh man, just just running the worst defense possible. Oh yeah, he just had um, uh, uh carbs. That that's all. He just eats a really balanced <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, but I'm hoping Otman wins because that'll be really funny, and we can have him back in the UFC. Uh, Carolyn Kowalkiewicz, like we said, she's hot. Hope she wins. Sungwoo Choi, <laughs> fun prospect on kind of a slump right now, I think. Uh, yeah, two fights in a row he's lost after beating Julian Arosa. Lost to Alex Caceres, which makes sense, and Joshua Kulabau, which makes less sense. That was a fun fight, though. I, I think I had, um, because that was in the Singapore card. Um, I think I had Sungwoo Choi winning that fight. It was a it was a close decision, um, but I I think Sungwoo Choi will probably bounce back, and then yeah I don't know Carlos Olberg and Julio Arce probably because they are names that we know against guys that we don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. For, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna pick Carlos. I'm gonna pick Julio Arce. Um, probably Sungwoo Choi because you know. That's a prospect fight. Carolina is probably uh, probably a good pick against Suarez. When are they uh, going to give Olberg a guy that we know? Well, when he starts winning consistent <clears throat> fights. Well, the only one he lost was the Nzechiku one like two years ago, right? <clears throat> Wasn't that recent? Oh, no, a year and a half ago, March 2021. And then he has two wins <laughs> since then. Where He, he lost to Nzechiku. <clears throat> So they had him avenge his loss against Inchukwi, the 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 two uh, uh, very imp- unpronounceable African names. So he's one and one against guys whose names you can't pronounce. I don't know. This is a stupid right. bit, but I love cool. it. Cool, cool. Can you pronounce this name? Uh, choose me. Uh, it's Nikolai Negumarano. I don't know. Where is Negumarino? this? Oh yeah, uh, I believe he is Romanian. Nikolai <clears throat> Negumariano. He is Romanian. Um, um yeah, I love he is it. Romanian. 
Oh, dude, he beat Kennedy and Zechiku. MMA math. Uh oh. There we go. Yeah, there. Oberg's I'm, winning. I'm, no, I'm no. Oberg lost to Zechiku, and Nagumariano beat Zechiku. So MMA math, <clears throat> Nagumariano is winning. Well, no, 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 because. Yeah, yeah, MMA yeah, yeah. math would mean like the triangle. Yeah, uh, that's MMA. The 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 triangle. So if this the guy triangle beats this guy. Line. This guy beats this guy. The triangle is this... a line in this case. It's just Nagumariano <laughs> all day. No, I'm taking Earl Olberg because of that. Because it's the MMA right. triangle. All right. Well, it's I... the common the common occurrence. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, this guy beats this guy. This guy beats this guy, and this guy beats this guy. So then, Inchukwi beats Nagumariano. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, we got it right. In the square of unpronounceable yeah. names and Olberg. <laughs> yes. All right. We're indeed we're professionals on this podcast. Listen, if it, 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 it we're just right. That's all it is. You know, mm-hmm. we just know what we're talking about here. All right. Is there any more news? Do you have any more information? <clears throat> uh, arcane knowledge regarding this card, future cards. Um, maybe this is the card that uh, we get the John Jones Stepe Miocic reveal. Mm. I'm doubtful about that. I feel like Ariel. Well, it's going to be at MSG, and I feel like that's that's when you do it. You do it at MSG. Well, yeah. I mean, they probably. All right. <clears throat> Hear me out for this one. This might be a little bit. Okay. So they're the, the the UFC is leaning more into the theatrics, right? We had. Volkanovsky right. walking into the cage to confront Makachev. Right. Izzy beats Pajeda. John Jones walks into the cage and says, come get me a 205. No, no, no. I no, think it's no. possible. They've been wanting that fight for so long. They've been trying to set up Adesanya Jones for so long. I don't think it happens. Ah, uh, I, I mean, I don't think either, but I, I, it would be great. Dude, I, I think there's a zero percent chance of that happening. I think actually. there's like a zero point five percent chance. <laughs> I think one there's in, a zero. One in every two hundred universes, it's happening. <laughs> That's about the odds I'd give it. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just and in those universes, it's happening when they're both prospects. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh man. I, I don't know. I, I think that that isn't going to get announced. They're clearly trying to pour the promotion onto Glover and Yuri again. Like they did a face off at this cards press conference. So I think they're just cashing in on that being the main event. Uh, I think we get a Brock Lesnar, John Jones type review or a Brock Lesnar type review of John Jones. So we're, Brock Lesnar walks into the cage and confronts the current champion and then doesn't no, actually like get on the books. screen. Oh, yeah. On, on the screen. Yeah. We'll see. Like, um, wouldn't it be lame if it, it would be lame if it was like John Jones, Derek Lewis, something like that, where John Jones is like, I'll fight a heavyweight again, but I need a tune-up fight. Yeah, that would be pretty lame. I but know. I don't think he's going to do that. No, I think it's either gone or, or Stipe, and I think it's Stipe yeah. and Stipe's safer. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that John Jones hasn't fought in three years too, that's gonna that's that's gotta play against him. Reyes you know, has gotten brutally knocked out and took a year off in yeah. in the time since John Jones fought. Twice. Yeah. He got brutally knocked out twice and took a year off to recover and and, and yep. compose himself. And John Jones still yep. has not had a fight booked. No, not even booked. Pain. He got divorced. Are they divorced now? 
Yeah, they've been divorced. That's really good. I'm happy for her. Yeah, me too. I'm happy for the kids too. That was the saddest part of that story was the kid fucking going to the hotel yeah. with desk clerk and being like, my dad is hitting my mom. Yeah, that shit was awful. Terrible. What a uh, terrible human being. He's never going to lose. <laughs> He's never going to lose. <laughs> it sucks, dude. Because like he is the most gifted athlete maybe we've ever seen in the sport. He, just, yeah. he was like looking up Street Fighter moves on YouTube and then hitting them on people. It's ridiculous. But, he, really? Yeah, he was looking up YouTube tutorials on like spinning back elbows and shit and then he would hit them on people. It was crazy. Um, honestly, my favorite like metal moment from UFC ever is the standing guillotine he hit on Machida where he just like lets him crumple. Yeah, that was so cool. That was beautiful. Yeah, it's one of my... That was so cool. That and then the Machida retirement head kick where he his last fight in the UFC, he did the exact same front kick to Vitor that Silva hit on Vitor. And then he, he he's standing there, he hits the head kick and, and he sees Vitor fall and he just goes and kneels. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of my favorites too. I fucking love Machida, dude. Machida that winning was in the or UFC, losing. right? Yeah, it was in the UFC. It was it yeah. was um I think it was both of their last fights in the UFC because Machida went on to Bellator and then right. Vitor went on to uh Triller. Yeah, you know the the, the sad part about <laughs> beat, Leota Machida. Beat Evander is, Holyfield. Uh, yeah, he did beat Evander Holyfield. He fucked him up. Yeah, the greatest sad, boxer the sad, of all time. The sad part about Leota Machida? Sad part about Leota Machida is I hate Leota Machida. Why? That's, that's the because he fucking knocked out Chael Sonnen. He's so fun. How can you hate him? He's he's literally an old school karate. He's Bruce Lee. He's he's because Bruce he, Lee because he knocked out Chael Sonnen. You can't do that to my guy. You can't. I don't know, man. Anybody that knocked out Chael Sonnen and shit. You don't nah, like Fedor? I don't like Fedor. Oh my god! You just fucking hate, hate Fedor. Hate some of the most fun fighters of all time. Fedor is great. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't have anything else. I would like to leave the viewers with one thing, though, which is, uh, A, did you know Shogun Hua beat Prime Uberim and that you can watch it on YouTube? Go look up Shogun Hua Alistair Overeem Pride. And it's a, it's a fucking great fight. Shogun beat the shit out of him. It was beautiful. At heavyweight. Well, wow. Yeah, go watch. That. You ever watch the? You ever watch the Mirko Krokop fights of, against? Of uh, course, dude. Vanderlei. Yeah. Remember the stare down? Yes, yeah, legendary. Pride that stare down. Pride is so slept on, and the yeah. UFC owns the rights now, and they just put it on Fight Pass as like a sneaky little. Oh, you know, like you can watch Pride fights here. They should sell the shit out of that stuff, man. Like, yeah, the pride, dude. Pride was fun, and the you tournaments. Had Mark Hunt back then, wow. yeah, and the tournaments were good. You had Mark Hunt fucking people up back then. But speaking of, Mark Hunt just won, just won, won a, a boxing, boxing fight, and he did old yeah. Mark Hunt things where he just swanged and banged and, and yeah, and out. destroyed the guy. Yeah, it was great. Vintage Mark Hunt performance. Yeah, Still, I, I'm convinced his hands are just like made of granite, like they're dude chemically. His hands are huge, yeah. right? He's got big ass hands. Yeah. Do you know who he's uh coaching and mentoring? Who? Tai Tuivasa. <laughs> really? 
They've been like friends. Dude, they're like the same person. Yeah, they're this exactly tied to Mufasa. They're just, like, literally he, the same. Person. He just took the mantle. He was like, okay, I am now Mark Hunt for this. I'm now Mark Hunt. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's Mark Hunt, but better. He's Mark Hunt with leg kicks and a little bit of a better chin. Yeah, and and a really really fucking crisp boxing. Yeah, well, Mark Hunt was crisp for 2006. Yeah, but like two of us is very skilled. Yeah, he's actually really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, but apparently they uh, trained I'm together. A big, and stuff. I'm a big Tui Vasa guy. I'm a big Tui Vasa guy. Yeah, I hope he comes back I soon, Tui man. I, I need more Tui yeah. Vasa in my life. I miss him. Yeah, me too. I miss I miss Tui Vasa too. It sucks that he that he lost to Gon, but yeah, Gon all... is really good. It was, so. it was gonna happen. Hey, at least he at least he knocked him down though. That shit was nuts. That, I was going crazy. I, I, I was, was going crazy it. when he did that, dude. I was like, wow. My roommate doesn't watch fights and. He's normally asleep by the time that I'm watching fights, but it was the France card, so it was like 2 p.m. My roommate is just like cooking lunch, and he hears me screaming, and he's like, "I don't know what's happening in there, but it must be good." And it was Ty Tuivasa just slumping him. He's like, "Holy shit, Ty Tuivasa is about to win this fight," and it didn't happen. He put, but he put him on his ass. It was great. Dude. Like it, it wasn't even like a glancing, like you know, down to one knee. What he oh, put man. him on his ass. Yeah, like that beautiful. shit was so fun. It was so good. That shit was crazy. All right, I gave uh, I gave Shogun Hua Alistair Overeem. You have any closing remarks? Any any sleeper fights that people should go watch? Anything like that? Uh, should we go watch Andrew Tate kickboxing highlights? No, no. I already did the liberties. Right. I already did the liberties. It's not worth it. Right. Um, Andrew Tate, pretty good striker though. Not gonna lie, uh-huh. pretty good striker. He's a he's a kickboxing world champion. I don't know if you knew that. The red pill propaganda. Yeah, he's like a he's a kickboxing world champion in like Fury FC, which is based in Venezuela or something ridiculous, right? He's not like glory. Uh, He was also the IKFC. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he has some pretty legit titles. (sighs) Like actually, okay. Um, I hate to say it, but um, but the problem is well known for his kicks. Jake Paul in one. So I I'm still waiting for when is someone just gonna kick Jake Paul in the face during a boxing match? Yeah, we were counting on Anderson Silva to do it. It's just like Ben Askren. Like Ben Askren should have double legged him. Yeah, he really should have (laughs) double legged. Because like, what's what is gonna happen? You're gonna get DQ'd. You already got paid. Like just just be funny. Yeah, literally. All right, I it's too much on Tate. What what do you have? Uh, first of all, I, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't like Tate. All right. Let's just make that. No, make no, the I brought clear. it up. It's totally my fault. I, I was like, all right, all right, no, yeah. but I, I just want to make it clear. I do not like Andrew Tate. Yeah. I'm not an Andrew Tate fan at all. I, I think he's an idiot. Yes. And I can't wait for Jake Paul to knock his ass out. Yes. Yeah. Might be a face turn. You might be right about that, but I still hate both. Cause, of them. cause I still hate. Both he's them. like one of the only people on the internet that people hate more than Jake Paul. It's like if Jake Paul got booked against Elon Musk. Everyone would be like, all right, I'm kind of rooting for Jake Paul now. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's I feel like that's the solution. That's he's gonna turn now on this fight if it gets booked, and then he's gonna actually be a pro boxer. <laughs> and he's gonna have the world of the internet behind him in every boxing match. <laughs> I see it. I see it coming. <laughs> Jake Paul's really smart at marketing. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And and pyramid schemes. Uh oh yeah, he did do that. 
Was he in the Maverick thing? I thought that was Logan. Yeah, that was oh, all of them. Well, on Team Ten, the the, the 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 springy guy, the little spring or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that shit was so dumb, dude. That shit was so dumb. To be fair, are you really a popular YouTuber if you haven't run a pyramid scheme on your subscribers at least once? I don't. True. I don't True. think so. I don't think you can be. Yeah, a pyramid scheme so. or like a a fake crypto coin. It's all. Yeah, I don't know. We're, what a world we live in, truly. Truly, mm. truly. Influencers, they're just amazing people, aren't they? Well, we're technically influencers now, and I'd like to influence you to go watch old Alistair Overeem Pride tape, dear viewers. Oh, I've I've watched a lot of old uh, so Alistair good. Overeem Pride tape. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a motherfucker. You know he used to fight at like 170? Yeah. He, when he was younger? He was just jacked. Yeah. He was like 4% he, he was a body skinny, fat, yeah. like... Yeah, he was a skinny motherfucker back then. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. And he crazy. he barely was making weight for heavyweight towards the end of the UFC run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's he's slated to fight Verhoeven now, right? Because he beat Badrhari. Yeah, because now he's trying to fight Rico. I mean, Rico murders him, but it'll be fun for old time's sake. Yeah. Yeah, Rico's really good. For really a really good kickboxer. For a heavyweight, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still, it's he's pretty good. Why can't, so one is having trouble. Well, this will be our final topic, I promise. Um, no, that's okay. One is having trouble promoting their heavyweight MMA fighters, right? Like, there was one guy I saw, I forget which one it was, because I don't know any of their names, because one can't promote them. One guy was on his Instagram story, like, one is the fu- most fucked up organization, they won't promote me, yada yada. Why don't they just invest fully into the kickboxing stuff and and sign all of the like glory and and um rise people and just make one the destination for kickboxing and muay thai and everything and then they get rico and they get um takaru and tension and all of the the great rise guys the j kick guys like people would watch and and one can actually put on a show that people enjoy versus like rise broadcasts which are just garbage like i tried I, like- I tried to watch tension takaru and i i couldn't watch it it was unavailable Huh. I feel like, yeah, exactly. You know what? You you, you kind of hit it on the head. It's all unavailable. Like that that would be what gets people to watch one is if you can actually fucking watch it. And you can market it with like, hey, look at all these like awesome J Kick guys. They're basically K pop people, but for violence. <laughs> they're K pop boys for violence. And they they're they're they they have their washboard abs, they'll get the teenage girls tuning in. They'll do their little dramatic uh, twink face-off shit, and it'll be great. Uh, they'll actually knock each other out, and then you can have one the, championship. You, you can have the J Kick guys fight Road Tang, or have the J Kick vi- guys uh, fight Superbon or or Petrosian. Like, there's so many cool matchups you can make. Yeah, so many twink matchups, and then you can have Doc Rivers like posts of them staring at each other. Fire down. Doc, bro! Get Fire him the fuck Doc off Rivers. my team. Get I, fucking Sam Cassell in that bitch. Anyone, anyone, please. I, I'll take email at this point. I don't care. Nah, I, I'll, I, it's Sam Cassell or no one no, for me. It's got to be Sam Cassell. That's my final point. It's fire Doc Rivers. Get the fuck out, bro. Mm. Fucking stupid fucking dude. Didn't we just lose the other day again? We keep losing, dude. Yeah. I think we lost like, to the bro. Knicks recently. We did Pain. by Jalen Brunson. Pain. Yeah. And I, I'm a Jalen Brunson supporter, but pain. Yeah, pain. Hmm. Jalen Brunson got the bag. 
long way. Good for him. We're we're a long time away from the Jalen Brunson championship years at Nova, which I will always dearly remember him for. Him and Dante, but right, no longer. I have to hate him now because no he's in our division. Yep, unfortunately. Oh man, I mean you don't have to hate him. You just choose to hate him. The bullshito NBA segment is really on brand for us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, definitely on brand. Where is Dante Divincenzo now? Is he in Sacramento? He's somewhere stupid where he like he should be on a better That's team because he's actually Dante good. D. He blew out his knee. He was on the Bucks. And he was really good on the Bucks, and then he blew out his knee, and then everyone hates him now. He's on the Warriors. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh man. Well, I hope he succeeds. Yeah, me too. Mm. Italian. Uh, do we have a parlay? Do we have a parlay for the card? Uh, Aaron, any, uh, Blanchfield, Aaron Blanchfield, Aaron Blanchfield money line. Uh, Zhang Wei Lee finish. Uh, Poirier money line. And uh, Gutierrez money line. I, I don't think Frank Yeager can win that fight. And I don't know what that adds up to be. It's probably really low odds, but that's, that's what I do. Something like that. Um, maybe you put in. I don't know. Um, Cole Kawich versus some girl goes the distance. You know, just spice it. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There's probably not really a good parlay for this card. No, there isn't. That's why I'm struggling. Really I'm isn't. throwing all the um, women's fights in there because I just know. Uh, I think if you want to... All right, so I got two. I got two. Okay. The smart one and the... And the sure. gut feeling got one, one, right? Yep. Smart one. Money line Izzy. Mm, yep. Money line uh Zhang or finish Zhang. Yeah. Second round. Mm. That's gotta be crazy uh, specifically. odds already. Yeah. Right. So Izzy money line, Zhang, second round finish. And then I'm gonna take uh I'm taking Blanchfield. I'm taking Otman Azitar. Nice. And that's it. That's going to be my parlay. Money line except for the Jean finish. Wow, there's there's some sports books that aren't even allowing bets on Jean Esparza. Why? Per No, I'm I'm just looking at best fight odds and they don't have that fight listed. Oh, they don't have Poirier Chandler listed either. Uh we'll we'll this segment is is meaningless now. Um huh. But apparently really? uh Adesanya is two to one favorite. Frank Yeager is a two to one underdog. Uh, Amin Azaitar, Matt Frivola, Amin Azaitar is the favorite there. Mm-hmm. Biggest favorite on the entire card is Aaron Blanchfield. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Uh, they have Olberg Negumarianu as a pick em some places. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Hmm. Well, that's crazy. I don't bet professionally, so I won't provide any advice other than Aaron Blanchfield. Aaron Blanchfield, listen, it the stock market, right? You put your money in, you make six percent. People go for the home runs of these bets. Just put your money on the minus five hundred fighter and make your little ten percent. Just do it; it'll work out. True. She's so good. Go watch the tape. Go watch her throwing people out of the cage. It's beautiful. (laughs) She just tossed yeah. him. In, she's like fucking Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, Aaron Blanchfield is crazy. She's great. Uh, the fact that they're that they stuck her against Molly McCann 
It's like, are you really trying to build a star or are you trying to destroy one? It's like if it you, seems like you're trying to destroy one. It's like Patty Pimblet. You're you're like, okay, well, matchmaking against all these guys. All right, he's fighting Song Yudong. <laughs> like, yeah. what? What? Excuse me. Uh, Patty Pimblet loses to Jerry Gordon. By the way, in my opinion, uh, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that he loses for a while and then wins in the Patty Pimblet scenario. It's the it's the pattern. I feel that he almost got knocked out by Luigi. So, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> oh yeah, we still gotta do that tier list, dude. Yeah, of Luigi's. Luigi. <laughs> the 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 absolute cans. Chris Matinho, S tier Luigi. S tier. Luigi is like S- an A tier Luigi himself. He's not yeah. even the best Luigi. Yeah, um, literally not even the best Luigi. Oh man. It feels so disrespectful saying this, but for one fight, Cowboy Cerrone was really a Luigi. Wait, when? The Connor fight. He he knew he was getting paid to lose and he knew it. He was just Oh, against Connor? Yeah, he was a Luigi for one fight only. And I love wow. I love Cowboy, but he was momentarily a Luigi. That would be an easy F tier. Yeah, and bad Luigi. Yeah, bad Luigi. <laughs> bad Luigi. Wow. Did you watch that fight live? I did. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. That, that the Connor coming back and and he's all beefed up. He had the hair. It was great. Yeah. Um, the shoulder yeah, strikes. And he knocked him out. In like knocked him out. Seconds. Runs around the cage, totally straight faced. I was like, okay, he's back. Then he is, it was like was not forty back. seconds, dude. That shit was insane. It was great. Like, you saw it for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And then that was it. Who else? Because I remember having to like be woken up sp- basically from that. Um, the co-main. Because I think, yeah, the, the co-main event. How it was do you, Tony. How, no, the co-main event on this card was fucking Holly Holm, Raquel Pennington. Oh, my. So I, I was sitting there like snoozing, basically. And then the Conor McGregor comes out and wakes everyone up. But listen Wait, to this card. But didn't, didn't Holly Holm uh, decision, knock out decision Raquel Pennington? Oh. No, she decisioned her. Oh, okay. Listen to this main card, though. Get ready for this. Okay. Conor McGregor, Cowboy. Holly Holm, Raquel Pennington. Third fight on the card, Alexi Olenek, Maurice Green, <laughs> Ryan Kelleher, Ode Osborne, Anthony Pettis, Diego Fajeda. Wow. That was, and then the, the prelim card, Roxanne Modafferi beating Macy Barber was the featured prelim. Andre Feely, Sadiq Youssef, actually a good fight. Tim Elliott, yeah. Askar Askarov, actually a good fight. And then Drew Dober knocked out Nasra Hakparast in a minute. Wow, this is the most 2020 fight card I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dude, fighting has changed so much within the past two years. It's crazy. We we yeah. had a Corey Anderson, Jan Blahovic a, a week after that. <clears throat> yep. That's crazy. Yeah, where Jan fucking destroyed Corey. He sure did. With a fucking right went on a leg kick. Oh man. All right, uh, yeah. closing words, anything? That's about it. <clears throat> no, I don't have any closing words. I think that's uh, I think that's the episode. Let's go Poirier. Uh, Poirier Chandler, fight of the year. M- might be knockout of the year if Leon somehow isn't upset for that because Leon has it pretty much locked up at this point. Izzy Adesanya will not have a boring fight tomorrow night. Hope not. I mean, I'm always hoping for that, but <clears throat> I feel it in my bones. I'm gonna, I feel it in my bones. I'm getting, I'm getting that NyQuil bone marrow feeling. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Let's call yeah, it there. Absolutely. Uh, until to, next yep, week. Head, head to bed so you can get to work tomorrow. Until next nice, week nice when, we, uh, when, when we break down how Israel Adesanya masterfully flying need Alex Pajara in the face or something super cool. Or the opposite, vice versa. <laughs> We're manifesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not well, listening to wait, my Wait, don't you want don't you want Pajera to win? No, well, I want it to be exciting, like an Alex Pajera left hook knockout or something crazy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Give me yeah, that. Put, put him on the canvas again in that beautiful face plant position. That's why I need. And then have his son go in. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then and then Whitaker is gonna win in Australia. Whoever he's gonna fight, and then he's gonna beat Alex Pajera, and it'll be beautiful. And then Adesanya will fight Whitaker. <laughs> no, stop it. We don't we're never again. I've I've been hurt too many times. Dude, Whitaker, I love Whitaker too, so I understand. Yeah. Although when he beat Darren Till, that was a little no, that was I, a little bittersweet. I don't like Darren Till, so I was pretty happy with that. Damn. Why don't you like Darren Till? He's just a meme. <laughs> exactly. That's why I love him. I don't know, man. I I I like fighters who are memes and also good. Like Costa. Costa's not even good. Yeah, but he's a meme. He's a meme. He's, he's a good the, meme. The, the secret juice. How is he not good? Didn't he just fight? Uh, Vittori and some, lose? Yeah, he fought Luke Rockhold. And uh, and didn't beat Gast. Like, he, he, he took Gast <clears throat> Luke Rockhold to a decision. <laughs> Gast Luke Rockhold True. with no legs and no core and no power. He was like, all right, I'll, I'll ride out under your blood. Terrible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The disrespect. The, the disrespect. Cost of disrespect. Well, right. That's gonna that's gonna do it for us. That will Signing do it. off. Take care. Peace out. <laughs>